There we go. Okay, there, Oscar. Oscar? Come here. Come on, lie down on there. That's it. Oh no, yeah, like, what are you doing? He's so weird. Like, he'd literally lie on, like, the... He's got, like, a full duvet in his bed. And he'd, like, lie, like, on the, the bit that's just outside of his bed. Like, what are you doing? You've got a whole bed of it there. Crazy dog. What's going on anyway, guys? Welcome to this episode of the Liverpool Strength Podcast. Um, it's a little bit sunny, so we thought we'd take advantage of a little bit of D. Beat you to it. <laughs> um, for today's episode, obviously based off uh, how many people give us uh, funny looks on the estate and how good the visual quality is may determine whether we do this again. But uh, I like it. Good setup. It's a nice day. Today's today's Thursday, isn't it? Thursday was sat down. Yeah, yeah. A bit further back. Yeah. I think it uh, it gives a good ambiance. Where the day calendar there? Um, for the whole setup. Yeah, big for me anyway. Big word. Proper England. <laughs> um, in today's episode, uh, James, you have a topic that you thought was a good idea to talk about. Mm. Self-talk and all that kind of thing. I think that's like a, an, an interesting uh, topic because obviously like a lot of people, something that you will notice, something that I've definitely noticed obviously since coaching is no one really wants to tell you what the favorite exercise is. Everyone wants to tell you how much they hate an exercise. And it's only when you bring up, like, well, yeah. It means, it, yeah, because it, it's probably code for I'm really bad at this, so I need to practice um, and need to get better. Just made super awkward eye contact with that delivery guy over there. That's pretty awkward. It's pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, like usually if you hate something, it probably means that you've, you should probably be spending a little bit more time on it. Um, so, like, for example, What's a classic example of that? Right, yeah. 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 And was there a point where you were like, I actually enjoy this now? In like a, it might even be in like a bit of a sadistic way of like, you enjoy the process of getting better at it. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Embrace, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a that's a pretty good point. Um, it's a good point of practicing something that you don't particularly like, but might be in your sport. Is a pretty good. Mm, yeah, and and got better. Yeah, yeah. So that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good place to start. Really, I mean. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, work on it so much that you can't really, you can't really say, "Oh, I'm not very good at this." You might only, you might go from being not very good at it to like bang average at it. But that's an obvious, that's an obvious uh, improvement that you're gonna see. Uh, that's an obvious improvement that you've seen, like on the trajectory of getting better at something. I was really shit at this. Now I'm a bit better. 
<laughs> that's like how pretty much everything works. Like dieting works with that, works with building habits, building good like sort of training habits, all that kind of thing. Which probably brings us to a good point. Your mic is on, isn't it? There's no sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, which probably brings us to a good point. So I'll just sort of briefly go over. <laughs> I'll just sort of briefly go over what we what we're talking about. If the sound quality quality hasn't been great, um, is your mic on? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, my mic's on. Um, fuck's sake. <laughs> Um, we're just going to go over uh, some uh, words, phrases, uh, and things like that you should eliminate from your vocabulary, your self-vocabulary, would you say that that would be? And how eliminating negative self-talk can be pretty beneficial. So James just given the example of when he did CrossFit, he was really, really shit at running, so started running three times a week. And legs. Wow. I was sadistic. I used to put a weight vest on mm. to make it even make worse. It harder. Yeah, yeah. But I bet you, when you didn't have it on, you felt so much lighter because obviously you you would do because you are like ne- ne- negative self talk. Like physics. Uh, <laughs> like the the obvious example which we've just gone over is um, how hating certain exercises, um, you can already have lost a battle of improving. By going, oh, I really hate that X, Y, Z exercise. I really hate burpees, Bulgarian split squats, box squats, all the B stuff. All the the squats. All the squats. Um, That can already put you on the back foot because it it sort of puts you off wanting to improve anyway. And so rather than coming at things with that kind of, I don't like this, come at it from the point of view that you, what you say. Like I'm not good at this right now. I'm going to get better. Like, yeah. there's some. There's, I was listening to something the other day, which gave a really good example of, um, if you currently have absolutely nothing, uh, if you haven't got a job, if you haven't got a certain like thing, you can look at it and be really down on yourself and go, I haven't got anything, so I'm like worthless. But the other way of looking at it is, well, I have. I can literally take as as much risk as I want to because where do you go from having nothing? Yeah. You can't have it's more like where, nothing. Where, where do you go from rock bottom? Exactly, oh, exactly. Right. So you might as well, you might as well have a go. You might as well have a, have a try. That's an interesting one. What are some of the, the phrases that you think yeah, I a... we should eliminate from our vocabulary? Now, the I way mean, that we talk talk to ourselves is obviously kind of like important. I mean, I did that list, so like, one ear is like a like cheat meal kind of thing. Hmm. We said, we said that's a phrase, like, oh, this is my cheat meal. It's definitely like, a, it's definitely obviously a common one. I mean, yeah. I, I probably hear that at least once a day. It was like, I can't remember the like last cheat, time. Cheat or treat meal yeah. kind of thing. I can't remember the last time that I thought or said out loud the phrase, cheat. oh, I'm having a cheat meal or a cheat day. Like, I'm just having a day. Day right, eat, eat yeah, more food. Um, of, of like, food day, like yeah, more food. Like. And if like if you want to go have like a burger and some fries or something, it's like I'm gonna go have a burger and some fries. Like it's not really a treat or not. If anything, it's probably the opposite because you 
when you get to a point where you're not eating stuff like that all the time, your body's like, what are you doing to me? Like, I don't like this. It's the same with probably with booze. Obviously, like booze is probably a little bit more of a little bit more of a common one. And you can obviously still drink and eat quote unquote bad foods and get in great shape and stay in great shape. But framing it as like a cheat meal probably isn't like the best for your psychology because there's all the meal the memes of when when a cheat meal turns into a cheat life and all that kind of stuff because you because you've not been able to exercise the self-control and you're putting this emphasis on on this thing for a day or a, a meal or something like that whereas it kind of sends the signal of this isn't really very sustainable for me in the long term yeah like i used to I was what, 15, 16, just going to the gym. I used to eat well Monday to Friday, sometimes Saturday, and then Sunday, but I go, I've done well, like, I can eat whatever I want now. Cheat meal, yeah. Cheat, cheat day. Cheat day. <laughs> and then I'd be like, like binge out, like, out, be out of control, mm. starving during the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, over restrict to the point of, of being, um, over restrict to the point of, like, craving foods and, mm it making up a whole day it's not really like it's not really the most conducive to creating positive life-changing uh, protocols especially to do with like nutrition and food and i should point out that we always do always go on about there not being any good or bad foods there's just more nutritious ones and less nutritious ones i mean yeah that was another another whereas a lot of this is sort of nutrition related as well mm. I think that's that's probably a good thing because um, nutrition is probably the main thing. Nutrition is the main thing that a lot of people do trip up with. But to to come at it from like a training point of view, one thing that I do think people should eliminate from thought from their sort of their thoughts and um, self talk is I'll get in shape when I have more time. Or I'll, I'll start when I lose X amount of weight. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll well, start. This is gonna. Happen. I'll start lifting weights when I'm in good shape, and it's like the two don't really compute because lifting weights will get you in shape. Obviously, if you do it for if you do it consistently and for long enough with a sufficient amount of effort, like you are going to get in objectively better shape than you would be if you didn't. The one that always gets me is I'll, I'll start when I lose like. X amount of weight. I'm mm. like, you've been trying that for the last how many I mean, years? Yeah. I'm actually, you're gonna you're gonna do it now before you can start this. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a bizarre one, isn't it? Like that that is like a that is a pretty funny one. The way, and that's probably more to do with the way the uh, sort of like long term environment of things has been. Like there would be this sort of stereotype that. Uh, to lose weight, you've got to do a boatload of running or cardio or like slog your guts out for hours at a time. I mean, just think of summer could be because of like anxiety of going to a gym mm. and being like, one of the, like the, the biggest, not the biggest person there, but yeah, oh yeah, like being, for being, sure, seeing the gym being big. Yeah, then. yeah, absolutely. Like the gym is like a place of self improvement. Like any gym should like should really have that as like the the main thoughts i mean obviously we've talked about it quite a lot about what the purpose of of our gym and in a nutshell it's to help 
people create positive changes in their lives, both physically and mentally, using strength training as the vehicle to do that. And any gym that's like filled with fucking mirrors and sort of like people like look down on you when you when you when you step through the door. You know, I've had that happen to me when I've you know been into like spit and sawdust bodybuilding gyms. And then you go and out squat all of them because you've been training for weightlifting for 10 years or whatever. Like it's, it's pretty funny when things like that happen. But if you do ever get the vibe in, in a big gym or even in a small gym, um, like that's going to happen. It probably isn't going to be the case because more people are invested in themselves than they are in you. So it's probably a more of a worthwhile thing to maybe observe what's actually happening. Like if you can obviously see that lots of people are staring at you while you train, which really, if, if you're going into the gym, you shouldn't really be paying attention to what other people are doing. So I do think that that's like, it is an important one and it, it can be like a scary, intimidating place, especially if you don't feel like you know what you're doing, which guess what we like, we can help with that. So, <laughs> if you are in that situation and you do want to come down and even just have a chat with us, um, we can definitely help you get into the gym and break that kind of anxiety-based feeling. I mean, there are people there are people who come and train here who've trained with us since day one who consistently say to me on a regular basis, "I don't, I still don't think I could go to a commercial gym and just turn up and train." Now, whether that's because you're obviously you get to know other people that train here. Uh, you've got everything laid out for you uh, when you come in because you get awesome coaching as well. Like that's obviously got to be the main one. Um, but also, there's probably that that like sort of sense of if I walk into a commercial gym and I go beep 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 beep, <laughs> that all of a sudden everyone's going to start looking at me and make me feel super anxious. So. Do you think that that is something that needs to fuck be binned off out yeah. of the, uh, the fitness I, I and gym industry? Gym Did you? Yeah. Which one? Georgia. Yeah. How was that? It was all right. Yeah. So it's always, weird, it's always weird going to a new gym. Like, like in the afternoon, it was like, it was dead, like, quiet. Mm. Don't mind Pure, Pure Gym and JD Gym, like, are supposed to be. But this project was just got like, it's been redone all over, so like a, a, a functional area, bike egg, ski egg, rig. Well, I went in the treadmill. <laughs> Did you run outside? I started going try out because I was good. Join it. It's closer than the other one I go to. That's fair. It's like cheaper, closer. That is always like Just a. I'm training for, for yeah, high rocks. For high rocks, yeah. yeah. Um, it is always a funny experience going to a new gym. Um, Especially when you're so used to like a, like this kind of gym, like a, just like a, like a weightlifting, yeah, weightlifting strength sort of bars and racks and like a very sort of specific nonsense. gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once you go there, it's full of machine and just gym bros. Mm. Hang and, tops. And bros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be, Th thinking that everyone's going to be looking at you when you turn up to train is um, is something that needs to. I, mean, I think at some looks, because I was dying on the treadmill. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> if you need CPR, then it's probably okay for people to look at you because they might be like, they need help. I'm standing by the defib. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are they okay? Um, yeah, what else have we got? So uh, we've got cheat meal, cheat day, Some bin good, them off. Good, bad foods. Good and bad food. Uh, um, everyone's going to be looking at me while I train. Um, one thing before you get into one to do with training, because I'm very aware that you said you had, um, you had a fair few nutrition ones, was one that I just sort of half mentioned before we started recording. Um, and that was to do with the way that you talk to, to yourself through your training session. Now, obviously, if you've been following the gym or if you've been following me for any period of time, you probably know that I play rugby and also competed in weightlifting for a number of years. When I was training for weightlifting, um, I always used to get like really sort of down on myself if I didn't perform as well as like I thought I should have done. That's probably a reflection on having super high expectations and super high standards. Um, and obviously, since having, since having my daughter, it puts a lot of things into perspective about what's actually important. Like still being able to train and all that kind of thing is obviously important. But making sure that you actually enjoy the training that you're doing and that if you don't quite perform as well as you should do, your expectations are probably too high and your standards are probably too high. So the way that you can adjust that, like beating yourself up, doing extra training sessions, like absolutely running yourself into the ground, because that's essentially what I did for the best part of two years. I've been there several times. <laughs> coaching for, uh, training for weightlifting, and, and to a certain extent to rugby as well. Um, but no one, probably nowhere near as much emphasis on rugby as weightlifting um, is if you stop enjoying something, change things around. So for probably the best part of like six months, I've just been purely, it's probably like as much as it makes me cringe to say it, probably more of like a power building style of training where <laughs> focusing on like the big compound lifts. And some bodybuilding as well. Small. Mm -hmm. And I've done two weightlifting sessions this week and really enjoyed them both so far. So making sure that you actually enjoy stuff. Like if you are a weightlifter, a saying that I really like to think of when, when I used to find myself in these like sort of pits of despair is that lower your expectations or keep your standards high. So... If things aren't quite going to plan, right? Maybe you need to shelve the idea that you're going to hit a 125 kilo snatch in this session and maybe just be happy with like the 105 that looked fucking perfect. Well, I must think that's power weight and you've got to be miserable and wait mm. like, yeah, yeah. It's like an unread rule, you must be miserable. It's a funny one because obviously, like yesterday, on, on Monday, uh, did a little weightlifting session that was literally. I think in total it was like twelve minutes of weightlifting, like a five minute, a five minute snatchy mom, and then the rest of the time was spent clean and jerking, just doing doubles with nothing too spectacular. Literally, like both of like what forty percent of fucking hell, the snatches were like maybe even thirty percent of like what my best is just to get moving again. Um, 
and had a lot of fun. Like the the point that I'm trying to make is it should be fun. And obviously there's like a sliding scale of how serious you want to go. If you're happy and waiting, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> there's a sliding scale of how serious you want to go. I used to train nine times a week and was miserable. Yeah. I'd still go nine times a week. <laughs> yeah. It's being pains covered in tiger bomb. There's a, a sliding scale of how miserable you want to go. If you want to get really good and qualify for stuff, then yeah, you're probably going to have to accept that you might be a little bit miserable for some of your sessions. But as an overarching thing, you should be proud of what you're doing. If you just want to chuck a little bit of weight about and have fun with it, then maybe you should lower your expectations but keep your standards high. It's probably a pretty good way of looking at it. Because I missed like what? I think I missed a 90 kilo snatch on uh, yesterday, which two years ago, a year even fucking oh, like, a seven, eight months ago would be unheard of. That was like, all right, that's me last warm up now. And I started laughing, but I was like, well, it's not the end of the world, is it? Like I missed a snatch. It's not the end of the fucking world. Whereas like, yeah, like a, a year ago would have been like, oh, for fuck's sake. It would have been like, it, I would be visibly pissed off. And one of our members actually pulled me up on it the other day. He was like, there'd be times where you could, you could see how frustrated you were and you wouldn't want to let it out because obviously if the gym was busy like with other people, you wouldn't want to bring the vibe down. But what had happened is you'd go and have probably like a little tantrum in the, in the office away from people. And all of a sudden, the playlist would go from like some like dance music or whatever to, to Fall Out Boy. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard about this Fall Out Boy playlist. Uh, <laughs> if you've ever been a member <laughs> in our gym and that, that playlist has come on out of nowhere, Keep quiet. it's probably because I'm, I'm having a bad time. <laughs> so yeah, the, my point is uh, aim to have fun in your training. There might be times where it's, where it's tough and difficult, but that's where you lower your uh, expectations but keep your standards high. So it might be you're 20 kilos under what you thought you were going to do. All right, that 20 kilos below what you thought you were going to do. Uh, did you smoke it? Was, it? was it fucking sound? Could you have done anything better? If the answer is no, which that shows that your standards are high, then it doesn't really fucking matter that much, does it? Like... There's always tomorrow. You can always come come again tomorrow and have another go. Nothing wrong with doing that. But yeah, I do agree. To a certain extent, with weightlifting, there is going to be a bit of misery because it is such a difficult way to train. Like it's hard. Weightlifting's hard, and you have to embrace that suckiness sometimes. <laughs> you can use it for, for perspective. Where, all right, that was challenging, and now I'm gonna. Uh, I'm not going to let it affect the rest of my day. <laughs> yeah, so embrace the socks and listen to Fall Out Boy. <laughs> yeah. Or, or any any sort of playlist that gets your juices going. <laughs> any emo, emo music, the emo phase. Never it's not phase. even that good. Like, I think it's just because it's upbeat. And we went to see them live in Manchester a couple of years ago. And it was honestly like... It's got like high tempo in it. Yeah. It was honestly like they just put a CD player on, like that's what it sounds like, which I'm not sure if that's what they did or whether that's the testament to how good they are live, but it was sort of like, oh, this isn't as good as like when you're in the gym and you turn the music up. <laughs> yeah. 
just FYI, I did make that 90 kilo snatch, and it was the ugliest fucking snatch I've done in a long time. A long, said. long time. <laughs> so what have you got now, said. then, for um, stuff that needs to, to disappear? I mean, I don't know if it's a, it just, just came to me. I don't know if it's a, the way you say it, but something that annoys me is people when they say, make a sacrifice kind of thing. Mm. I don't know if that's self-talk or an excuse or... So people say, oh, like, I'm making a sacrifice to make progress kind of thing, whatever, like, mm. to come to the gym. Right, yeah, okay. But in reality, it's not. You've made the decision to to do that. To like, prioritise something instead. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, it's not like sacrifice. No, you, not at like, all. You've, you've chosen to pursue that, whether that's... Something that can sort of go in the opposite, on the opposite way of that, is when someone says... I don't have time to train. If you replace that sentence with, it's not my priority right now, to see how that makes you feel. Because if it makes you feel like shit, which you probably will do, then the chances are that that means you probably need to go to the gym and train. So that, that kind of falls under the same ballpark. A saying that I've been saying quite a lot to quite a lot of people lately is there are no solutions there are only trade-offs so in this example if someone's saying that oh i have to sacrifice family time to come to the gym well okay are all your family up at five o'clock in the morning because it because <laughs> if they're not then maybe you should get up and go to the gym have you seen the gym any 24-hour gyms at 5 a.m fucking dead yeah. like yeah, that's like, the trade-off like well, you might have to go to bed a little bit earlier but is your two-year-old fucking your two-year-old kids gonna be awake at 10 o'clock at night you might not have the best sleep in the world but again it's it's a trade-off um have, having kids is obviously fuck a tough one but carving out an hour or two a week for a busy parent with multiple children even just fucking hell, one's hard enough as boss as it is to have a baby, like if you're watching this in the future, Grace. <laughs> as boss as it is to have like a to have a, like a she kid. watches back and be like, was I a nightmare? I know, yeah. <laughs> no, not not at all. You're a bit of a pain in the ass sometimes, but you're all right. <laughs> um, it it is hard. It's probably like the hardest thing you'll ever do, but it's sort of like hard, hard things generally mean the most. So if you want to prioritize family time. That's fucking great. Sound. Figure out a time where your family is either going to be asleep or they're not going to miss you that much. And then, you, hey presto, there's your, there's your hour <laughs> to go to the gym. It might be that you've got to go do 30 minutes on your, on your lunch at work. Like, it's better to do that and sacrifice half an hour of your lunch time to work on yourself because that's what we obviously say quite a lot to people is treat your gym sessions like they're an appointment classic one um that i like to use when people whinge about oh i couldn't make it to the gym this morning or whenever like i can't can't make it that night yeah yeah what are you doing at 6 a.m exactly like if you had a flight to go on holiday at 9 a.m in the morning you'd be at the airport for six i remember it was like middle of the night Flights, yeah. like alarm myself like two a.m. Exactly, exactly. Like, and you've chosen to trade off 
the the comfort of being able to stay in bed to go on holiday. Now, if you can use that mindset on a regular basis, then you'll be able to get into a good habit of eliminating the negative self-chat of I'm tired, I'm cold, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the other. And you can replace it with something that's going to actually serve you well to get the results that you want. So that kind of ties in with the whole, oh, I've made a sacrifice. Mm. Well, no, you've, you've not. You've, you've traded something off. So you gotta make it sound like you made a sacrifice. Mm, you wanna you wanna justify it to yourself mm. and make someone feel sorry for you. Well, so I've, I've I've decided to exactly. I've decided to frame it in a way uh, that you can live with, which is generally what people tend to do. They frame it in a way where they want to look at it either in a positive or a negative way. To say, someone saying, "I've made a sacrifice to do X, Y, Z." You've not. You've chosen to trade off one thing for another or you've chosen to prioritize this over something else. And unless you're like an, an Olympic athlete or a professional athlete, you probably, you probably aren't really entering into the realms of sacrifice, really. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like um, Chris Bumstead does an interview with him and he says when he was in college, all his friends would be out partying. He'd, he'd be like staying and getting his, he'd get his food in. Mm. He's, he says it wasn't a sacrifice. It's something I chose to do. So I, yeah. I, I never saw it as a sacrifice. It was just... What I, I, I had this, to this, do. This, this is yeah. what I chose to do. That's why. Yeah. Now you obviously look at him now. You said like he lost a lot of those friends because they were all out partying. But he was like he was fine with it. Like they obviously weren't his kind of friends anyway. Right, exactly. I mean, if you and need I to look at him now, like four or five times, Mister Olympia. Olympia. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you have to get fucking obliterated to uh, spend time with people or to go on a night out and you don't enjoy it, then you're going on the wrong nights out. Really, like that's a a pretty a pretty easy way of like saying that. So you'll you'll find the people that you want to be around. I mean, me and you both enjoy like a pint of Guinness or whatever. Well, like, it's probably gonna quite a pub somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With with the dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's um. Yeah, I think that that's a pretty interesting one. Like the way that you frame something to yourself and justify it to yourself. Um, is super important because it, that can then lead into how successful you are with it. If you're constantly thinking that, oh, I've sacrificed X, I've sacrificed Y, I've sacrificed Z, then you're going to be constantly questioning the choice that you've make that you've made, and you're probably not going to um, pay the thing that you've chosen to do the effort that it deserves. And so, if you frame it in a way as saying, um, I've chosen to do this. I've decided to dedicate X amount of time in order to achieve this thing that I say that I want. Mine's went blank. <laughs> one more. We need one more, and then we'll call it. One more. We'll I mean, wrap it up. Mama's all the soil fishing based. Mm. Um, the Chris Bumstead thing's a, a, a good example. What is it when he shaves off the beard of? training to the mustache of success or something like that he always <laughs> he always like has a big fucking grizzly beard when he's training and then when he's on stage he's just got a muzzle <laughs> yeah and like for the last few months of his training he goes around covered up doesn't he uh, yeah doesn't, doesn't anyone see what he's looking like here's a little off topic sort of on topic question bodybuilding is it a sport or an art uh, I'd say it's an art, art. it's like a mm. Isn't 
like like a beat, almost like a beauty pageant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not being disrespectful. It's like I respect what they it go through. It takes effort. Yeah, 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 yeah. It takes effort, dedication. But it's not based off like discipline. Performance is based off what people because you're being judged on by judges. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of oh, they have criteria to judge it from. But it's almost based on what they like and see. What kind they of thing. Yeah. look like. Yeah, yeah. First thing, that's a pretty interesting question. It's sort of like, is coaching an art or a science? And it kind of falls down the middle, really, doesn't it? Like, because there's, there's things that would fall into, like, communication, the art of, like, communication. But you like, could be communicating science to someone in an artistic way. <laughs> like, when I write sessions, I like them to be, like, like scientific-based programs, but then mm. I like the sessions to look nice and, like, flow. So yeah, that's, like, yeah. The and be like, oh, yeah, that's a really enjoyable part of... of of that, yeah. <laughs> so when local programs, I got the main list, and then like the accessory works, like all different movements, kind of thing. So each session is an art. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is we're artists. Yeah. I like that. We are artists. <laughs> Last one. Um. And these, these, these are all pretty thoughts the same thing. Like the words and phrases I've written down, like cheat meal, clean eating, good and bad foods, like a, a clean cheat. Clean cheat. Wow. That's like a, a little bit more niche, that, isn't it? Where it's like you've... Food, food guilt. <laughs> yeah. Fl- fluffy. Fluffy. Unless you're talking about pancakes, don't uh, use that yeah. word. <laughs> yeah. Or like get guilty pleasure. Probably, probably one of the things that might trigger some people... Um, is the way that the way that we talk about body fat. So people will say to themselves, "Oh, I'm I'm fat," or yeah, but like, well, let's just use that as an example. Oh, I'm I'm fat, and the thing the thing to the way to think about it is, you're not fat. You're just carrying fat. That's all. Like you shouldn't ha- like identify yourself as being fat, right? You just have fat. Everyone, the majority of the population does. Like, we all have. Or you just wet wine, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the way that, that people talk to themselves about the shape that they're in, because um, we're always, we're all our own worst critics. I mean, there's things about me that I'm Especially like. Especially with social media. Like, mm, go on social media. To so see much worse now. Um, it's worthwhile remembering that. Just. Because you might be carrying a, like a couple of extra pounds or stone or whatever or kilos or however you fucking measure it, like doesn't define you as a person and it doesn't mean that you can't change. Because I think that some people get caught in this loop of going, "Oh, I'm in this shape, so I guess I can never change. So why even bother trying?" And obviously that that can apply to a lot of things like jobs, it's uh, life. Cycle, it? It's just a vicious cycle of going round and round. Whereas you do have a choice. Now, you can still, you can still be, like, you can still be overweight and, like, and be carrying fat and come to the gym and train and enjoy it because it's an enjoyable, health-benefiting activity. Like, probably to sort of uh, segue along with that, not even segue, sort of toe along with it, is uh, the way that people view like exercise as a punishment or training as a punishment, like tra- training as a punishment for what you've like put in your mouth. 
or like earning back, earning back like foods. It's like as long as you're training and as long as you're sort of sticking around about where you should be for your sort of like height and weight and all that, like being in a very general ballpark figure, like one day of sunshine doesn't make a summer. Like it's um it's worthwhile thinking that um you don't have to fucking punish yourself and slog your guts out because you've eaten a bit of cake. Like that kind of you thing. Don't have to burn that off. You don't, yeah, you, you don't have to burn off. You know, like earn your weekend kind of thing and all that. Mm. Like you could finish the finish session of I can go and enjoy myself now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you could do that anyway. Like if you want to eat the cake, eat the fucking cake. Like it's fine. It might just mean that you don't you don't lose weight that week. Exactly, exactly. And you kind of have to live with the again. There are no solutions. There are only trade offs. Like you can come to the gym like all day, every day. Um, you can eat clean fucking six days a week and have a cheat day. Those are, are trade-offs that are probably going to veer you more towards the thing that you say you want. But if you want to have a cake or a burger or a piece of pizza, just fucking do it. Or the whole pizza. Or the, oh, yeah. I mean, we always say, like, piece of pizza, but let's be honest, like, the, the whole fucking thing usually gets done in. Um, so, yeah, the, the way that... The way that um, that that self talk in in like viewing training and exercise as a punishment is a, is something that I don't really agree with because along with the the physical benefits of it that don't even include like weight loss there are so much there are so many others like improving performance uh, joint health um, muscular strength uh, bone health mental health, mental health yeah mental health doing something physical um can really really help with clarity um being able to think clearly being able to put up with people's bullshit like being able to deal with people <laughs> like doing something physical can really help with those things so if you have a job where you've got to deal with people quite a lot then it's probably going to be a good idea that you find something that you like right on time that you find something that you like you find something that you like that's um that's physical and you go do it like and it could be strength training it could be cycling it could be could be anything there's there's benefits to pretty much any form of exercise our one the way that we program here uh is is basically strength training we use strength training as the vehicle to uh to help drive improvements in physical performance um mental capacity and mental performance um and because as well rather than like just going for a jog and pounding the pavement for an hour in that time you can cover your whole body so rather than absolutely battering yourself you can spread out the soreness all over the place <laughs> so yeah probably like the, the long story short is just sort of being being a little bit nicer with the way that you, you talk to yourself. P PMA. Yeah. Um, positive positive mental attitude. Mm. Um, being being positive won't fix everything, but it's a lot better than just being a fucking negative drain. And what was it? A, a negative mini. <laughs> <laughs> being a little bit positive will will help you I feel better. Yeah. It'll it'll help you feel better. It'll help you perform better. It'll help you have a better outlook on, on life. Like yeah. 
Because yeah. like, I, like, probably annoys members when I say it. Like, they'll come in like, don't know if it's heavy. They'll be annoyed. But I'll be like, TMA, like you're still here, you're still lifting. Mm. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. still doing something. Still doing something. Yeah. Something's always better than nothing, for lack of a better term. Because that's like, that's true, isn't it? You do something, it's better than nothing. I think that's a pretty good point to end the podcast on. Like before the uh, the IC turns his fucking thing on again. So yeah, um, if you're interested in uh, working with us, check out the link below. Uh, stick your details in uh, to sign up for uh, our new <laughs> show. That's right. That's right. Come down there. It's like usually all them fellas in the in the engineering place go and go and buy loads of them. When they should be in the gym. <laughs> when they should be eating the salads and training. <laughs> um, yeah, not, not these cheap meals of ice cream yeah. or not these cheap foods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you're interested in uh, free resources, then click the link that's uh, in the description of the video and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. I won't get why I come down here though, still. Like, only like three things open. <laughs> Say, but you can't even see him. Bye, Oscar. Woof, woof, woof. <laughs>